And you, you Mr. Stewart. You've been working your way through our, our business lunch. <laughs> no, I think, I think there's been a tasting in here, Richard. Oh, you um, won't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, new catering for uh, the Colosseum. I think I would have preferred the masseurs, quite frankly. <laughs> yes, there, there's been a certain confusion over which room we were in uh, this, yeah. this uh, lunchtime. But, um, Pass them to us. The masseuse is still working if you need a quick, a, a little attention immediately afterwards. I'll so take it from you. Good well. to see you. Do you come know and Mary? Come and sit. Mary. Hi. This is Eddie. Hi. Very good. Come and sit down. You sit down. Fresh. Okay. Fresh from stage and orchestra rehearsal. Yes. Very fresh. <laughs> I'm more fresh than she is because that's my character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paid to be fresh. <laughs> of course I'm not. I'm not like that in real life. I'll just be outside comes in. Yes, the catering comes in to clear. Yes, fresh. Yes, staring down on the... Fresh after 25 years... Yes. ...of magnificent grovelling, Richard. Yeah, I know. The art of grovelling has been brought to us. Just half of my life. Well, maybe a bit more. And Mary Bevan, um, is there no stopping the Bevan dynasty? That, oh, uh, sorry, afraid not. Uh, actually, there's so many more as well. Ha- now, there are 11 in total? No. No? Eight. Eight. But they're not really Bevans. So we have five Bevans, then there's two Yates, three Yates. Yes. Um, so we're not all Bevans, but uh, singing-wise, it's me, my sister, my uncle, Ben, who uh, yeah, we all sing. My sister, younger sister, is now going to college. Well, if she gets a place. Yes. She'll be singing as well, so... And Sophie was your predecessor she as was, the yeah. last, last time around. I think people are finding it a little bit confusing because it's the same wig, same hair colour, and we don't look that similar in real life. No. Do. But in the costume, I think we do. Yes. Right. Yes. So, I can't remember. I, uh, it's right. But I, I used to sing, really sing with your aunt when I first began. Yes. At the Brompton Oratory, Aunt Rachel, yes, at the Brompton Oratory on Sunday mornings (laughs) with our Catholic masses, which we did rather well. So Um, a Mila Mikado virgin and a real old true. I'm a prostitute, yes. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I think there should be some statistics for this production about how many litres of white paint has been used during the course of the 25 years to keep it looking so pristine. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get snow blindness when the curtain goes up. It's extraordinary. But look, it's Richard, it's not rocket science that that, um, uh, these wonderful GNS pieces are Mm. about the English. Yes. And... uh, you know, the, 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 the establishment figures that are so parodied and mocked in the pieces, yes. um, yeah. um, most of them uh, rolling into one as, as Poobah, mm. who, who plays them all, basically. Mm. But I think it was an inspired idea, wasn't it, to, to set it in a, in a very posh English spa hotel, where everybody's vowels are very... It's a very clever way of, of really getting it across, and it doesn't get in the way at all. I mean, I, I'm sorry, you know, the Japanese purists, that is a problem. And of course, several Japanese tourists come and hope to see um, the Mikado, which seems to be a name out of their repertoire, so they think, well, we're going to see it. Um, and they get a bit of a shock. Really but true. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think that that's a problem. I, I, I think it really heightens the humour, and it was, uh, you know, GKHS. Said, you know, it's not an ounce of humour about the Japanese, it's all about the English. Uh, and so this really just helps to point it out. <laughs> and and it, it, it's one of the funniest uh, ones that I've 
ever taken part in that? Well, it, I mean, it is a classic now, and it's astonishing mm-hmm. to think that mm-hmm. for a fifth of 125 years, I think it is, mm-hmm. that the piece is old. Yes, um, yes, that's that true. This production yeah. has, mm-hmm. has survived so mm-hmm. long and feels so fresh. Mm-hmm. Before I come to you, Mary, Richard, is, is there a temptation, because one of the joys of your performance mm-hmm. in this is that you are screamingly funny, mm-hmm because of the text, mm. and not in spite of the text, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it. Is there not a temptation every time we revive it mm. to, to look for new gags, new angles, or uh, is it a case well, of if it ain't broke? Yeah, you know, uh, quite, I, I, I think very much. I, I, I feel that it, it, there's, a, there's a certain framework in which this piece exists now. Um, we get new people to play with from time to time, so Mary's a new person to play with. Uh, uh, Robert uh, Nagipu has, has been and played with us before, and he's come back, and that's wonderful. And it is, I, I, I sometimes say to people that, that, that I get on that set and it looks like my second home. No, I mean, I don't have a second home like that. No, I wish it were my second home. No, but it has a, a wonderful sort of feeling uh, uh, to it. And that really, it, the, the, the production dictates what you do. It, it's not something, and, you know, I, I always think that uh, um, humour is so much about discipline. It, it's not, oh, I'm going to do this now. Mm. Um, and, and suddenly somebody thinks, where's he gone, where's he gone? I, I, that's not the, 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 the best part of this. But everybody who comes in brings a, a, a different angle to it and, and a different personality to it. And so I'd like to think that we, I would work off the people who are coming in to say yeah. how they're going to do it. Yeah, and so there's dynamic shifts. Like, yeah, dynamic shifts. And I what's think it like playing with this man? Because he must be... She doesn't have much to do with it, really. She's forever on the tenor. Yeah, sorry. Um, amazing. It's so... It's kind of inspiring to think oh, there's no fear at all. There's just... Because for me, I've never really done dialogue before in um, a show. Just normally just sing, and that becomes... You're used to it by the time you do a stage and orchestra. You're just singing. But then with the dialogue, you, you've got that kind of fear of, ah, what's going to happen? And then Richard comes on, and you think, oh, well, he knows it so well. Even if, if something were to happen, you know, oh, it's come, didn't come in my line, I think he'd probably just go, well, and start filling in. <laughs> please do. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it's quite um, dangerous, isn't it? Yeah. But, but the texts are inspiring. funny. The text is funny, the isn't it? Brilliant. And, and, you know, the temptation that people have, and it's quite common to send these things up, mm. it's fatal. Mm. fatal. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't, you can't feed the joke, yeah. I think. No, no. play it for real. Um, yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, I look at your performance, and I mean, right from the, from the first appearance, a wonderful idea, your first line could easily be anyone for tennis. Yes. Which is that kind of English, yeah. <laughs> when everybody's expecting after this huge yeah. build-up, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the right. Lord Hay executioner to arrive. But That's <laughs> a terrific idea, I wish I could play tennis. Uh, <laughs> but you, you use the, the, the grovelling gag so well, and, mm-hmm. and, and the decapitation these are running gags the running in the piece, gags. Yeah, like and the buried alive, mm. and the, the little gestures, the shovel, and mm. these these mm. are what make your performance mm. so complete. Mm. Um, you've got a tougher task, really, because although you've got very pretty music to sing, you've yeah, got it's not a comedy part in the sense. That, yeah, she's got to be likable, really likable, really mm. innocent, naive, and, mm. and artless, and all that. And but also, she says incredibly um, arrogant things. Mm. Like, She's really obvious about how beautiful she is now. Yeah. Beautiful thing. She knows she is. She's just got this kind of confidence, and you can't come across as being. You can't be irritating, well, and that's, that's quite hard. No, that's I think it's wonderful how you, you are determined to survive, so yeah. that even you know when they yeah. can you, actually you know well if if you're going to have your head shot up, I'm certainly not going to marry you because I'm going to be buried alive. So I, you know, I, 
I'm sorry, but that's yeah. that's as far as I go. I quite yeah. like you, but not that much. <laughs> yes, 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 it's just yes. wonderful survival technique, and yeah. and, and that's you know, that's why she gets her man. Yes, uh, because it all goes. I mean, it, it, I, I'm I always say to her at the bar. Uh, at the end, that she chose the wrong man, but uh, it, it's uh, it, it's it, it, that that is it's a great uh, it's a great role of, of the soprano roles. I think within GMS, you know, she shows quite you, a lot. You also yeah. have the arguably the most beautiful ballad Sullivan ever wrote. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. The Sun Who's Rays, mm. um, which again is about vanity, isn't it? Which yeah. makes it, it sort but of one forgets this. that almost because it's so yeah. gorgeous. It's it's. I don't think about about it as being about vanity anymore. I think about it as being about um, she knowing that she has a place in the world and, and that you know she is like nature. She's she just is. She kind of she's not perfect, but she's basically saying, "Well, I'm just so young and I just don't have any idea what life, <laughs> what awful things life might throw at me. And even if it's death, well, who cares?" I I, I love that line in in my artless Japanese yeah. way. But in an impeccable English accent, yes, really, yeah. that's the, the, the joy of it, isn't it? Um, um, you are a, a, an E&O young Harvard artist, yeah. which, I mean, this is an unusual young artist scheme in the sense that they are taking leading roles from it, which, I mean, in Billy Budd, three of the, the major roles in the piece were taken from the yeah. scheme. Yeah. Um, that must make it so much more interesting and appealing for a young singer who's starting out in life as... Yeah, it's amazing. I don't think anyone else is doing it. Um, no. they, they don't hold you down, tie you down in the sense that you're, you're not expected to, for that year or those two years, to, to just do um, small roles and covers and whatever, which would be an amazing thing anyway. But we're also given, you know, I've done some small, I did Barbarina, fairly small role, mm. again next year. Mm. And, whereas, and this being <coughs> a big... Yes. Well, I mean, for, yes. for me, it's the biggest one I've done here. And, uh, yeah, they've just given us all really amazing opportunities. And so when it was, was set up, um, what was it, half a year ago or something, uh, we all were just really excited. But plus, we also get uh, these coachings um, every week with Jane Robinson and, and various other people who come in. And, and that is something that we all lose, really, when we leave college. I left last year. Mm. And I can tell you that no one has any money at my age. At my level, no one has any, so we don't have any money for coachings or, uh, or even sometimes singing lessons. So we're just kind of left to fend for ourselves, really. So you know, we're taking people and, and great, nurturing them in the in the way we, you know, you can fall by the wayside at this stage, really, because yes. you, you don't get the coachings. You have to learn roles all by yourself. Some people find that harder to do than others, and we need as much help as we can get. So it's amazing to have that constant support. And I know I could come in and say, I'm having trouble learning this. And they would give me as many coachings as I wanted. That's so smart. It's amazing. Yeah. There's, there should be an older person. I, I, I wanted to start as the old artist. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm thinking of doing that. I, I, it is funny because the older you get, you think you hearing, you know, the BBC is like, and there's a former BBC Young Musician of the Year. And you think, God's sake, the place is crawling with them. And, 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 and I'm going to start an opera company for old musicians now. Uh, no, I, but you really are, Richard, a master of these GNS roles. And really, um, I, I know it's, nobody likes to be completely typecast mm. in, in roles, but you are, no one can underestimate the skill involved in playing Coco the way Richard Seward mm. does. And um, I think they should be doing other GNS yeah, pieces here. I'd love to see a new production, a really good production of Ireland. Yes, absolutely. With you, yeah. your Lord Chancellor, yeah. 
Oh, no, I, I, I like this necklace. It was the very first one I did when the, the Dolly Cart um, started again in 1988 uh, under Bramwell Tovey. I uh, did I like this for the first time, and, and uh, it was a, it's a wonderful score. As you know, the, the, really the overture is. is just absolutely really. One of the few that Sullivan himself orchestrated. He wrote an orchestra, that's right. And so, it, uh, but the, the roles in that, and the, the Lord Chancellor is a. And, and especially now, we don't actually have a Lord Chancellor anymore. I don't think he's called something else now. Uh, so I, I'd quite like to borrow his costume. Um, no, it would be great. And the Nightmare Song is, the nightmare is, song. has to be the best, the I funniest lyric yep. of almost any of the Gilbert and Sullivan Patter songs. Yep. What is the secret with those numbers? Because one, one has to give the... I mean, there's no point in doing them so fast that you can actually, can't no, actually I, I, hear the words. Yeah, I, I, I met somebody once and said, I can do the Nightmare Song in two and a quarter minutes. And I said, yeah, but why? What's the point? <laughs> you know, you might think that you've entertained somebody. And, and actually, it's not interesting. The interesting thing is to take people and tell them a story. And that's what you're doing. And the Lord Chancellor has his nightmare. And you're reliving his nightmare. And it's so beautiful. I first heard the nightmare song uh, written, sorry, read out loud as a piece of poetry late night on Radio 4. Brilliant. Coming back from a gig on a Saturday night, you know. And they decided, there I was on the M1, and they decided to put on nightmare poetry. I thought, very good, very good, quite apt to keep one awake. And it was something like Timothy West reading, when you're lying awake with a dismal headache and reposes to boot by anxiety. And, you know, not, not in that sort of 6-8 rhythm. It, it, and it was written, it was read as a piece of poetry. And I thought, you know, that's what they are, these pieces. Take, take them away. And then what Sullivan is so clever doing is he just heightens that and oh. puts it into a, a, a framework. There are lots of, uh, I mean, how can anyone not be charmed by Sullivan's music? Mm. I, I do find it extraordinary. I know so many people who loathe Gilbert yeah. Sullivan. And I just think, I mean, come on, Mary, from I, a young perspective, yeah. what, what do you think? I mean, he had such a natural lyric gift. I think it's that, I mean, I, I'm ashamed to say that I may have, when I was younger, growing up, all I knew was Pirates of Penzance because we did that at school. I was Edith, and Sophie was Mabel. Yes. Um, and I remember having a lot of fun, but I was kind of brought up in a slightly snobby, with a slightly snobby view of, it's not, it's not real classical music, it's not real music. And... Um, uh, so I kind of, you know, that was my opinion. Yeah, that's what happens. You, you take on your parents' opinions, and then um, started realizing that actually I didn't really know any of the operas. And then I did Yeoman of the Guard this summer, and was sitting there laughing away and really enjoying the music, thinking. Mm -hmm. I do and like it moved too. That's yet, such a yeah, mm, really piece, such a good piece. Mm. Um, and the jokes weren't kind of ha 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 opera jokes. They were actually funny. Yeah. Actually making me laugh. We had Mark Stone was an amazing um, jester. Yeah. Anyway, then we started this and same story. Really like love the music. It's almost every you know, every aria. Every, every number insidiously yeah. memorable. Yeah. I mean, whether it's up tempo or, or ballad. Yeah. Um, come on, you've done it so many times, Richard. Which are your favourite? I mean, you. When, I know when you do a show over and over again, there must be favourite sections in it. Oh gosh. Which are the bits you most have fun with and most uh, enjoy? I suppose the, 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 the bit I most enjoy, which, which is the, the greatest challenge, is the duet right towards the end. The, the scene with Cavendish, which I've done a, a, a lot actually just in concert as well. You take the, the, her song, the, the, the dialogue, and then uh, my song, and then, and then the, the duet. Yeah. That's a, a wonderful sort of 12 minute entity. Mm. Um, and it comes, you know, it, it's the it's the 10 o'clock number. I mean, it, it, it's right. <laughs> 10 o'clock number. 
which is is crazy because normally you know you're getting somebody to, to go like this just before you do the finale to wake the audience back up again. But this is he takes it right out and puts two people there for you know nearly twelve minutes, and that's very clever. So that's quite a challenge um, because you've got to keep people uh, really interested at that moment because they. It's you know the the, the interval wine is just really working through by then, and you want to keep them going right to the end. Uh, yeah, probably. So, but I, I've got to ask you obviously about. Um, I mean, another statistic should be how many people have actually appeared on the list oh, over the years. And I know there was a book published. It was your book published. Yes. Right? Um, yeah. Now we've moved on a bit since then, yep. and without giving too much away, mm. um, the shortlist this year I could I think we could hazard a few guesses yes. as to who might be on it. Yes, <laughs> no, 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 I, I think fair news. And, and actually, the, the the Daily Telegraph wrote one line for me because their headline um, about a fortnight ago um, began with the words "Poobar Pattern." And uh, that is indeed what he is, uh, and, uh, and and it says it all. Uh, I'm reminded, of course, of that wonderful uh, Labour politician who said, who was once described as a poobah, and he said, "What's a poobah?" Um, uh, he was somebody there's, close there's to no the. There's no education now. There, no, there it's a Labour government, um, uh, and uh, that, that, that's. So, so, I mean, he writes himself. There are some things that have happened recently that are so awful that you yeah. can't even you, possibly. You put simply them on can't go. You can't do. And so it, it's. Always a question of taste, uh, and I'm afraid it's my taste, uh, and a, a bit of Coco's taste as well. So there's a, there are slightly lascivious lines in yes. there too. Was that the was? I mean, is this a, a modern day uh, custom that the, the Coco writes exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, I think because in the, in the old days, I mean, the list was the same. Yeah, yeah, no, Gilbert, Gilbert wouldn't allow anybody. It was set. Yeah, no, Dolly can't. Do, they all did. I mean, there was about one line that they used to sort of put something in, oh, and that singular anomaly that da 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 da. Um, I got him on. The, you know, you, you, you're allowed to put something in there. Well, I, we don't even get the singular anomaly now. But when <laughs> I first did, I mean, it was because um, uh, Eric Idle did it, and, yes, and, and the he wrote it. I mean, he was a wordsmith, and he wrote it all. Out, uh, uh, you know, it's completely rewrite. So, uh, I, in a way, taking it on, I had to take on that mantle too, mm. uh, and, and it's been quite a challenge. But it, they're, they're quite fun. Has, uh, Do has Dr. Miller been around? Yes, lots. It's yeah. wonderful that he he just. I, I mean, it's. Uh, I love the fact that he so takes possession of his shows that he, he just wants to make sure he's in on the act. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. And he'll be with us, I'm sure, on Saturday night. And I hope very much that he takes um, a bow and the audience will just love him, yeah. uh, as they did last time. And uh, because he is responsible for an awful lot of performances, a lot of productions, where, which entertain an audience. Yes. And people want to be entertained. People say to me, why do you, what, what's the great thing about Gilbert and Sullivan? I said, well, it's sheer entertainment. It's nothing more, nothing less. It's not It's not old-fashioned either. It's, no. It really is of mm. now. I mean, he's mm. funny. When he even mm. tells us things that, back in rehearsal room, mm. what to do, I find myself kind of giggling at the stuff he's asking you to do. Well, it's, it's timeless. timeless. It's yeah. timeless satire, isn't it? And, yeah. and, and you know, there's, there's always... My favourite bit, of course, which, which is timeless now, and it's mm. now part of the Gilbert and Sullivan mm. um, folklore, is... The letter from the Mikado, oh, yeah. which, which Richard, you turn yeah. every which but, way, yeah. Yeah. and then deliver the immortal line. Right. It's in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great. And, and, and you know, the, the, there will be at every time we do this, there will be people who are coming to see it fresh. There will be many people who are coming to see it 
second or third or fourth time. But I, I, I'm reminded of a, a letter I got um, the last time we did this one uh, of some, some people who saw my very first performance, which was a matinee on something like December the 10th, and, you know, in the end of the 80s there. And they said that they wrote a letter and they closed a copy of the, their ticket, actually. You could see how different the price of tickets were in those days. Um, and, and they said, we, 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 my, my boyfriend and I came to the, your performance and then we came uh, two years later and we were engaged. And two years later after that we were married. And I'd like you to know that we just brought our three children to your performance yesterday. Oh. And I thought, yes, that's what it's all about. That is just it. That these things can continue because it's not what people say, oh, it's an old audience that goes to GNSU. Well, if it was just an old audience, um, it would have gone. I mean, everyone gets older. Sometimes people come to these kind of things later in life or they've been exposed to them earlier in their lives and they take their children or whatever. Yes. But there is, so, you know, it's something that is an entertainment that, was, that, that will that, yeah. uh, be... Uh, it's a classic continue. production. I mean, it is a, a great yeah. production of the piece. And how wonderful for Mary to have this, you know, role, a, 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 a major role, which gives you a great exposure. No, uh, you know, you, you're not exposed. It's yeah. Of, in, in, and to learn how to do dialogue, I think, is really important yeah. too, because you will you will come across dialogue again. And, and, and a lot of singers quite shy of that, and they don't. <laughs> yeah. uh, and understandably, because you know you, you you haven't got notes to go There's with no it. There's no hiding behind Oops. But it does give you that freedom, because the conductor, of course, has to shut up at this point. Yeah. You know, he sits <laughs> down, and and he has to wait for you. And what yeah. a brilliant opportunity! You know, you you take those moments and uh, it gives you that independence. I think it's... You're right, yeah. Uh, and then the next time you come to a show that you haven't mm. got dialogue and you think, mm. oh, it's easy compared to yeah. <laughs> speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just remember there's cut class vowels and yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're away. Well, well, I think my accent's become more posh since we do the show. <laughs> yeah, I think you're yeah. much more posh in the, in the show than you are in real life. <laughs> yeah. um, well, bless you both. And I shall be coming at least twice oh, because I... I think it's a, a, an absolute treat and mm. model of how it should mm. be done. And long may you prosper, Mr. Yeah, Smith. Yeah, very kind of you. Yes, and even longer for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks ever so much. Thank you.